This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kelb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street, Nevada City at rickkelb.com. Well, it's time for our financial update with KBMR's financial guy, Gary Zimmerman. Uh, Welcome back, Gary. How is the economy doing as we approach the end of January? How do you expect GDP numbers will show up uh, when the uh, initial fourth quarter GDP data is released uh, next month? Well, Paul, I'd suggest we could look at the Atlanta Federal Reserve Bank's most recent GDP Now model estimate of the annualized fourth quarter gross domestic product growth rate. You know, if that growth rate is negative, it would suggest that the end of the year economy had slowed down dramatically. If the growth rate is less than 1% at an annual rate, you know, that would be weak. Um, you know, 2% would be about normal. On the other hand, if it grew at uh, showing growth at you know, somewhere around 3% or more, I'd say that would be pretty strong. This is actually a really useful website. It's available to economists and the general public, and it's updated frequently as new data become available. And so it provides a, a real-time indication of where the economy is going based on the most recent, yet, you know, even though it's still incomplete, the most recent data that are available. Um, since the data are collected and reported with a lag sometimes of months, the data may change, obviously, as new updates and revised data become available. But, you know, GDP now uh, model is a, is a good way to look at where, where things are going. Well, including the latest uh, data release in January, what does the Atlanta Fed's GDP now model tell us about the fourth quarter GDP growth? I mean, when the preliminary GDP numbers are released, will growth be positive, flat, or negative? Okay, Paul, the uh, GDP now model of the U.S. economy, which includes, you know, I, I was looking at it, including data available through last Friday, January 20th, was showing a 3.5% annual rate of growth uh, for the fourth quarter of 2022. That is a very strong ending for the year, and it's in the same ballpark as growth in the third quarter of uh, 2022. So GDP appears to have ended 2022 with a strong second half of the year and more than offsetting the contraction in the economy in the first half. Of 2022. And obviously, that's good news for us going into 2023. Gary, last time we spoke, you mentioned that the labor market in 2022 added about 4.5 million jobs. That seems like another strong positive signal for the economy. Sure is, Paul. Yeah, the labor markets ended the year on a strong note as well, adding almost an average of 250,000 jobs a month in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, while that average payroll job increase is lower than in earlier months of 2022, it's still above the average monthly payroll job increases that we've seen in most economic expansions in the past. So, you know, adding over 200,000 new jobs a month in the last quarter, you know, is con- contrast sharply with what the with what you would see during a recession when in the economy would probably be losing 100 to 300,000 jobs. Um, and, you know, so that's a, a big difference. And, you know, furthermore, the, the last weekly initial claims for unemployment insurance was a very low 190,000. Um, and that's a, a level that's likely to raise concerns at the Fed about, you know, the tight labor markets and, you know, the growth in the economy is perhaps not slowing fast enough and emphasize the need for the Fed to continue policies designed to slow and Inflation. Uh, Gary, um, one more question. Um, in a few words, what were the Fed policymakers projecting on average for the economy in 2023? Growth or recession? 
In, in a few words, Paulette, uh, uh, that's a tough one for me, as you uh, well know, but let me try. Based on a reasonable forecast from public comments last week from an old boss of mine, current uh, Fed policymaker and New York Fed President John Williams, you know, he's said that he saw that growth uh, would likely be slower for real or inflation-adjusted gross domestic product, probably about 1% for 2023. And that's about half of the long-run full employment uh, and low and stable inflation rate that we might expect in the long run. You know, consistent with the slower GDP growth rate, Williams sees a noticeable rise in the unemployment rate from a very low 3.5% to a still, you know, close to full employment rate of 4.5%. And then with the slowing economy and somewhat higher unemployment, Williams sees an inflation rate of about 3% in 2023. And that would be a major improvement, almost half of where it you know, ended up this year. Um, but again, inflation would still remain above the Fed's 2% goal. So they're, they're going to be focused on that. Um, and that's, you know, I think the important reason why would, one would expect them to raise interest rates at least by a quarter of a percent um, at the January meeting um, at the end of the month. Okay, Gary, thanks for the information, and uh, we'll look forward to speaking again in a couple of weeks. Okay, sounds good, Paul. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the San Francisco Reserve in San Francisco and currently is a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria, where he teaches courses in economics and finance. 